morning. Good morning. So we are now on episode... 21. 21. Three weeks. Three weeks of 50... So for anybody that's new to this podcast, we're doing this for 365 days to see... How it I goes? Don't know. <laughs> it was some crazy idea. Because we're, we're committed. Yeah. Right. So today, then, what are we talking about? Um, the importance of um, a morning routine and taking control of your day um, before it takes control of you. Yeah, that sounds smart. So the um, because it's something that both of us approach very differently, isn't it? Well, you do it, and I don't. <laughs> There is that, yes. <laughs> no, I, I realise the importance of it and I find it ridiculously difficult. And um, so I kind of decided this morning or yesterday that I'm going to really kind of try a lot harder with, with this. Cause it, it does Can make... you hear how bright Kate sounds about <laughs> the whole thing? <laughs> it does make a difference. Um, and I mean, every day, like, all the like, highly successful pe- people out there um all have some kind of morning routine and, and they all get up quite early i mean well there's definitely like some four, ex- yeah there's some definite extremes out there in terms of like their morning routines like there's a guy called jocko willink who i who i follow on instagram uh j-o-c-k-o and then i think i think it might be w-i-l-l-i-n-k something like that but anyway um he his instagram account is literally just him um with a photo of his watch at the time that he gets up and it's always at 20 past four in the morning or yeah. half four in the morning or sometimes even three something. But yeah, uh, yeah he's insane. Yeah. That's how early he gets up and gets started for the day. But lots of people do. Um, but, but I was reading a, a um, blog post on morning routines and um, you don't have to get up early. Uh, the, the, the guy that was actually writing the blog post um, I think his routine was something like he gets up at seven and then he had like... For some people that's early. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he had all these like things he did right the way up until midday right. before he did any what I would classify as work work. Got you. Um, and that, that was his morning. Um, and yeah, I think it was only midday that he that would then like open up his emails. Um, See, that's interesting because we beat ourselves up if we're not running at business by nine ten o'clock in the morning yeah. if we're if we're not there on top of some kind of business activities we feel like if we did that at 12 midday we'd mm. be feeling like oh jesus what's yeah, happening really but it depends what it is you're doing in that morning bit isn't it i mean yeah, if yeah. you're working on your business because we've spoken about that in other podcasts that it's important to work on your business rather than in your business yeah then it doesn't matter that you don't open your uh, emails until midday and it also um depends what you kind of condition other people to. Yeah, if your yeah, yeah. staff and your colleagues and your peers know that, oh, Lee doesn't open his emails until midday, then they're not going to be expecting anything from you in the morning. Well, we've got so, friends in business who they make it their mission that they don't do anything in the mornings. Like yeah. the, the idea of them getting up early in the morning is almost offensive to them. Yeah, they, yeah. They're, um, but they are the flip side. They, they will quite happily stay up till two in the morning yeah. um, and do stuff. And I think... But and that's their routine, right? Yeah. So I suppose I mean there's some really good literature out there. There's some really great books about how to set yourself up, isn't there? Yeah. Which we can talk about in this episode. But having a routine that sets you up for some kind of whether it's building some strength for yourself or building your future financially or in mm. business or whatever it is, having a daily practice, whatever time of day that is, mm. is really important, right? Well, I think it really depends what. Um your life is dictated by because I know the people that you're talking about that that stay up late yeah and all of them have the luxury of not really having any demands on their time in the morning as in yeah true as yeah. in they they've either not got children or they've got um a wife that's a home wife and, and it is what and it is the them. men that well no 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 because there is a female I'm thinking of as oh, well yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. but we're not gonna mention it no exactly but um but yeah, and or they homeschool or whatever it is, but they don't yeah. have necessarily demands because I I would probably prefer to be a night owl, which is which is why I struggle with the morning routine because it there is a term actually I was looking at this earlier your chronotype right which never is, heard of that <clears throat> no I hadn't um it's your body preferences 
Right. So when you, you get this old adage, you know, you must have eight hours sleep. Well, that's yeah, not yeah, true yeah. for everybody. Yeah, because didn't that come the whole eight hours thing? Did, wasn't that a World War, like something that was a hangover from World know. War One or World War Two in terms of this? It, like it's some um, old theory that goes back decades, and it's and it's based on what they think is a good principle for health or like oh, no, you should I've, get. I've, I've never actually known where it's, it's come from. It's just well, that's the thing, right? We all breakfast, get your eight hours sleep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and your five a day and all of that. It's yeah. just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, that you pick up. It could be decades old. That might not have any relevance. Might no. not even have any scientific basis. At well, all. Th- well, this is it. This is, this is kind of where I'm going with it. That this um, chronotype is apparently it, that obviously we all are different, right? Um, and we shouldn't have to have eight hours sleep if you function better on five or six then go for it yeah if you function better um staying up till two and then laying in till 10 11 go for it um and but well it depends on what and and it's how you define function better as well right because it's it would be easy to say like i previous to my routines of getting up early i i would have said to you no 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 no, i i don't function well getting up early it's not my thing but uh, I'm way better in the evenings. Mm. But what I'm way better at is watching Netflix yeah, yeah, exactly. and chilling out. But That's it's not... about listening. When, when you say functioning better, what right. is that? It's about kind of like listening to your body and, and how it feels. Because um, I, I love to be in bed, as in we've, we've created <laughs> a lovely, comfortable bed. And it's taken a few years to work out what kind of mattress, etc. But I think we've got a really, really comfy bed now. And it's... <laughs> Flipping cold here in the mornings, and I do not want to get out of it. However, well, in an earlier episode, we talked about the routine was I'd be I'd be doing all my stuff, and you get a message from you going tea. Yeah, (laughs) but even at the weekend, you know, when when um, on a Sunday or whatever, and I'm perfectly within my rights to lay there as long as I want to. Um, I don't. If I'm honest with myself, I never feel better for it. Ever. No, I I normally normally get a headache I feel very sluggish really not as in at the time but like later through the day yeah and as I say even on a Sunday when when supposedly time isn't of the essence I still feel like I've missed out I feel like yeah. I've missed out on the day I've missed out spending time with the kids and and I don't get I never lay in like properly do I mean no. I'm, me talking about laying is like eight yeah <laughs> it's yeah still you, very if you're still in bed by eight that's yeah. that's a surprise exactly but... But, but that's predominantly as well because our children tend to get up early anyway, yeah. don't they? But, but that's but that's a, a prime example actually. The fact that um, Annabelle will go to bed at whatever time and yeah, still she can go to bed at midnight. That's her chronotype. Yeah. Oh, she really? doesn't need that much sleep. She unfortunately for us, but <laughs> she she functions on less sleep, and some people do. Yeah. Um. I mean, so, some people um that you know wake up in the middle of the night and then go back to sleep. Right. That's actually how they function. It's not necessarily right. a insomnia or they're worried about something or a health issue. They just they just function on smaller amounts of sleep. Oh, interesting. So they would work very well with what was that polyphasic sleeping? Oh, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we. Uh, just well, you to, tried it. I never tried we, it. Yeah, just to give you an idea. So, um, <laughs> so this this was years and years ago, and um, I don't was know how. Thing. Was it a Tim Ferriss thing? It might have been a Tim Ferriss thing. So um, it sounds like a Tim Ferriss It does sound like a Tim Ferriss thing. So essentially, this is when we both had full-time jobs and we were... Um, I don't know if we'd have got into doing businesses, but... Yeah, we had. We were building Smiley Booth. It, it was it when was we were Smiley at the height, because that's why you looked at it, because we had the Smiley Booth, we had the house build, we had a baby. Oh, God, yeah, all of that, that happened at the same time. Yeah, so... Um, and one of the limiting factors... There was, well, there was two limiting factors that I felt that we had... Um, that was stopping our ability to just grow, right? Before we actually understood that actually the building systems and stuff would really yeah. help you. Um, and it was, well, I'm the weak link, right? So either my energy levels dip, but I get too tired because we're running around and I'm not capable of doing stuff. And, and I need sleep, yeah. right? So, and sleep is such a waste of time. That's what <laughs> I got in my head. I was like, what's the point of sleep? So I, I went on a bit of a mission of trying to find out um, how to reduce, the, how to get more time to figure out why you're doing it. And polyphasic sleep, polyphasic sleep does exactly that, right? So the idea of polyphasic sleep is that you have four, you, you're awake for four hours, then you nap for 20 minutes, and then you're awake for four hours. And you might be thinking, okay, what's next? Exactly the same thing, <laughs> yeah. right? Four hours, 20 minutes. Four hours, 20 minutes. And that's how you live. Yeah. Like, so... 
it ends up doing something crazy in terms of your actual sleeping time in a day obviously is vastly reduced. But the other aspect to it is the number of days, awake days that you end up acquiring in a year, if you were to do it for a year, ends up being months worth of time that you get back that you wouldn't otherwise have. So from the outside looking in, it's like, well, why does everybody not do that? And some real key figures did that, right? Winston Churchill did it. I think Einstein did it for a while. And like, there's some really big key figures who did polyphasic sleep under certain uh, circumstances. I remember watching um, Breakfast TV um, and I, I very, very, very rarely watch it. So I can't remember the guy's name, but one of the main presenters, he ended up on Strictly and all sorts of things. Um, but he did it. Right. And spoke, <laughs> I just remember him sat there on the sofa and the people were talking to him and he was like, Ugh. Yeah, because it's really painful because what happens is your body has, as you'd imagine, it's painful. But... Um, there's, there's levels of sleep that you get, which I don't fully understand because I've never really properly researched it, but the I think REM, rapid yeah. eye movement yeah. sleep, is, is super, maybe one day on the podcast we should invite somebody who really knows what they're talking <laughs> about sleep. But um, uh, rapid eye movement um, sleep is, I think, the best type of sleep that you can get. And after, when, you're on a, when, you, when you've, your body's adjust to a polyphasic cycle of sleep, what happens is your body immediately switches into REM sleep. So the moment you close your eyes, you're in polyphasic, yeah. you're in REM sleep. So when you wake up at 20 minutes later, you're, you feel very refreshed. And when you have these apps on your phone that tell you what type of sleep you have, if you actually look at the level of deep REM sleep you have through a night, Sometimes it can be very little, mm. but that's the high quality sleep. It's what some um, ultramarathon runners do, isn't it? Oh, they'll, yeah. they'll like sleep for 20 minutes and think they've slept for hours. Yeah. And just so, get up and start running again. <laughs> yeah, so um, on a Joe Rogan podcast, uh, he uh, had an ultramarathon runner on there, that, and she's well famous, and I ended up obsessing about her a little bit because I liked her uh, running, and I ended up following a lot of her stuff, and uh, who's named... <laughs> annoyingly it's just completely escaped me but um so her type of running she can run 200 miles and two, i think she was doing like a 240 mile race and um and it's non-stop but of course during that time you need to sleep so she had this experience where he uh like she stopped and she said right i'm gonna have have a sleep can you tie me on the sleep and um and the, her partner said yep yeah, okay you ready and she said she sat down she closed her eyes and then opened them and she thought she'd been in, woke up and was really annoyed with the with the person with her and said how long have i been asleep for i've been asleep for ages we've got to get going and he said you've literally been asleep for one minute you literally that's all that, it was I and she it was said like the space is, no she said this the experience she had felt so long wow. that she was like very annoyed and it was one minute <laughs> one minute so yeah and that's about going into rem and then coming out the other side. That's crazy. So it's a bit of a diversion, but I tried polyphasic sleep and it was the most miserable experience ever. <laughs> Couldn't do it um, because I... I, well, I, I would just, struggle I just, to do it because I can't nap. Well, we couldn't do I it as well. I would just lay there awake for 20 minutes. Well, I think you have to have a lifestyle that allows you to experiment with yeah. that. So at the time we had a photo booth hire company where we had to deliver events. We had two young children. Yeah. We had a house build. Yeah. Um, so and in the middle of it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and have my 20 minute nap. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you can't do that no, in that environment. It's very difficult. So yeah, it's just not, you can't say to everybody, okay, go on hold. I'm going to go, everyone be quiet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Darcy's joined the podcast today. Oh, is she? Okay. <laughs> there we go. We have a guest. <laughs> yeah, our first guest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our first guest. Darcy <laughs> the cat. Yeah, she's not got much to say. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you say that it has to suit your lifestyle. That's. That's where I was going um, with, with the chronotype, that part of it needs to suit you, okay. but you also need to suit your lifestyle. So as, as I said, I, I would rather kind of work at night okay. and then kind of get up, to be honest, after you lot have all gone. But right. that's not really realistic. I'm not going to see you guys in the morning. You no. know, we'll, we'll end Kids up... won't adapt to that. No, well. exactly. We'll end up being like ships that pass in the night. It just doesn't work. So you no. have to kind of make compromises for either your job or your family or both or whatever it is. Right. But at the same time, work around kind of what, what works for your chronotype. So be aware of, and that is a little bit of an experiment really as to like how much sleep you need. Because there's also, um, <coughs> again, Excuse coming me. back to the eight hour thing, it doesn't really work for anybody in theory because your REM, like you were talking about, the different stages of sleep is 90 minutes. 
Yeah, so yeah, if you yeah. add up your 90 minutes, you're never going to get to eight hours anyway. You either need seven and a half or nine. <laughs> yeah, so that 90 minutes you're referring to is your sleep cycle, yes. isn't it? So yeah. um, you You're supposed to complete a whole cycle to feel yeah. better when you wake up. Yeah, exactly. So if, you, so if you've ever had the experience of um, feeling like you've had a load of sleep or what's supposedly a really good night's sleep and then you've woken up abruptly because you're alarmed or someone's waking up, whatever it is, and you feel really tired, and it's like, I don't understand, I've had a good night's sleep, it doesn't make sense, I don't, I'm pretty confident I don't wake up in the night. What a lot of that is, is you're waking up within that 90 minute cycle at a point where it, you shouldn't wake up yet. Yeah. Like your body's, you're not, your body, and that resets every 90 minutes apparently. So it's, so that can explain a lot of why sometimes you can get four hours sleep and feel great and then whatever 90 minutes four and a half (laughs) yeah my maths is doing really well there so you can have four and a half hours sleep or you can have nine hours sleep and feel way worse on nine hours sleep than you get on four and a half that fits eight hours sleep eight hours sleep oh jesus (laughs) how much sleep have you had yeah 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 it's just not enough coffee so (laughs) anyway you get my point. The point is, if you wake up at the wrong point of your 90-minute cycle, that can contribute to you feeling just generally Well, the, the ideal to aim for, apparently, is, is not to have an alarm. Um, your um, body is, is doesn't like being woken up by a false um, alert. You know, it, it right. wants to kind of wake itself up. Yeah. Um, so if you can get yourself to a point where you've kind of worked out your sleep, so that you're waking up like 10 minutes before your alarm, set your alarms a back up. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, so that you naturally kind of wake at that time, you'll feel a lot better. For well, it. we've all had that experience, right? Where you have, you set an alarm and that, that alarm becomes so consistent in your life that you end up waking, your body knows that it's going to wake up at that time. Yeah. So you'll naturally wake up 5, 10, 20 minutes before the yeah. alarm goes yeah, off. exactly. And that's that cycle being yes. completed, isn't it? It's your body's Especially way of working out. Especially if you go out. to bed at a similar time as well yeah. each night, it will it will kind of work it out itself. Yeah. So I guess the point of morning routines and routines in general, especially morning routines, is um, or an evening routine or whatever it is, it's, it's giving your body the opportunity to optimize for that routine mm. because it takes time for your body to adjust to whatever it is that yeah. you want it to do. And you, you can go through, don't get me wrong, you don't have to implement any of these ideas or suggestions that people make around like having routine for this and that and the other. But you will literally be blown around by everybody else's agendas yeah. and uh, everybody else's influence because you're not making any gains yeah. each day and you have to be making some form of forward motion I'm trying to ca- in a day. carve out that kind of me time first thing in the morning so there's a book called miracle mornings by um uh l elron l l hell elrod yeah okay. i was gonna say don't say elron hubbard because no. i think he isn't he the scientology guy yeah, no, yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. not that book definitely not that one no hell Elrod, I think. Okay. Uh, it will go on the on the smilingentrepreneurs.com. Um, but smilingentrepreneurs.com, the website. That's where all the show podcast. notes are and yeah. all the links to anything that we talk about or miss talk about, yeah. <laughs> as we yeah. often do. That thingy person, we always look it up afterwards and get the yeah, right go, link oops. on the website for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he uh, has written this whole book um, about uh, uh, Miracle Mornings, which is a six-step process. Right. Um, which again, like I, I tried this a uh, while back, maybe four years ago, I think I read the book right. and, um, and tried to kind of adhere to, um, to the, the six steps. And I've, um, and I'm from tomorrow when I build my new morning routine, I'm going to incorporate some of it. But again, this is why I'm a big fan of kind of taking these inspirations from books like we were talking about yesterday, um, but making it work for you. Yeah. So, for example, uh, two of the things in the um, six steps is to read something. Right. Now, that would just put me straight back to sleep. There is, right, okay. If I got up, oh, well, when you get up in the morning, read. Uh, yeah, no yeah, way. Okay. If I got up and started yeah. reading something, I'd, I'd want to go straight back to bed. So, personally, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. But I can adapt that by either, like, listening to something while I'm brushing my teeth or in right, the car so, or whatever. So yeah, I, some I can, kind of audio. Book, yeah, right. exactly. So okay. I can I can take the same principles but adapt it slightly. Um, and uh, so his other step, I can't remember the order of them, but um, but the meditation, gratitude, right. um, scribing. Uh, so, so it's just like writing down any kind of thoughts, progress that you're 
just day-to-day living, almost like a diary, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Um, uh, Tim Ferriss talks about that as well in uh, in that, that writing element. Mm. He's, part of his morning routine is to get, he'll often, when he gets up, he'll write down just stuff he's... Uh, just his thoughts just yeah. any any is in his view is it doesn't matter they don't have to mean anything yeah it's just get them out of your head yeah 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 and then his routine at the end of the day is that he will write he will write down in his journal a question that's bothering him mm-hmm. so to get it out of his head mm-hmm. and he'll write it out and often by the following morning like when he's completely switched off and everything else and because he's had that process of getting out yeah. out there by the morning he's started he's, it's almost like his brain started to work that problem yeah, yeah, out yeah. So it, it, the inspiration for those solutions come to him naturally? Well, we did that um, in my degree. Uh, I did a script writing degree, right. uh, as you know. And yeah. um, we, ha- we started every lecture um, with 10 minutes of what they call just free writing. Right. And you, you didn't think of anything at all. You literally just scribbled. Um, and just anything that came into your head, you were just writing it down. And, and you'd, you'd look around the room and everyone's like furious. You, you can't keep up with your own hand. Really? Because your thoughts just come naturally. And that's how a lot of, um, not just obviously script writers, but any kind of writers will tell you that just free writing is, yeah. is how like thoughts come come to you. Um, because, and it is almost like your hand becomes possessed. You can't keep up. Yeah, there's, a, the there's definitely a distinction between that when they talk about the you... And your e- when they talk about ego and all this kind of stuff, and if you imagine that like, the way I kind of interpret things like ego and things is, it's it's the pilot trying to steer the ship mm. right, or the plane rather. It's mm. like the it's it is the you in one respects, but it's um, but it's so very focused on a, a key point in time, whether it's someone's um, like whether it's some, the way someone's behaved or the, or, or the way you, something you need to do or the way you think of yourself, whatever it is, it's this very tiny pinpoint. Yeah. And then behind that, there's the bigger you, yeah. which is which holds everything that makes up this pinpoint yeah, pilot yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah. And by by opening your, like by just writing like that yeah. in the mornings and the evenings or whatever, you're tapping into the bigger version yeah. and... And letting that and work getting it quiet out. as well. Um, yeah. So you know that that kind of some people I've heard refer to it as magic hour as well. That, that right. time in the morning when it's when it's quiet and before all, the rest of your household kind of gets up um, it is because you haven't got all these distractions. Because yeah. my um, terrible habit at the moment and is why I want to change it is I wake up and because I really don't want to get out of bed because it's cold. First thing I do is grab my phone. Yeah, and I'm flicking nice through. Day emails and, and I say to myself well, I'm just going to check there's nothing urgent but 30 minutes later I'm still flicking on my phone yeah. and I've lost 30 minutes of complete wasted time yeah um, I've been affected by whatever it is I'm seeing not necessarily bad stuff but just filling my head with nonsense and um yeah and I've just the day's already kind of started to rule me whereas, whereas I, I'm not ruling the day in fact there's a really interesting quote from um Jim Ron Okay. And Jim Rohn. Rohn, sorry. You and names. <laughs> what was it the other day? Oprah and opera. Well, it's spelt like Ron, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Rohn. Isn't it R H O N? R O H N. Oh, okay. Hey, John. Rohn. Ron. No, John. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Have you gone? Now, yeah. <laughs> hey. And this is a really serious quote as well. No, <laughs> okay, I'm playing it. Sorry. <laughs> Success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day, which is fair enough in itself. You think, right. okay, that's a, but the, the key bit is the next bit. While failure is simply a few errors in judgment repeated every day. Oh, wow. And that really stuck with me because yeah. I was like, oh, my, yeah. my social media flicking in the morning is a is an error and it's going to lead me to failure. <laughs> well, that's so true, right? Because you think of, like, there are habits, like, you, you we are all just a culmination of what we do every day, right? Or, yeah. or, or what we, re- what is that saying? It's something, you are what you repeatedly do. Yeah, right? yeah. And, um, and so, like, if you are somebody who feels that they're out of shape right now or, or anything like that, that, that takes effort to get in the position you're in when you're out of shape. And you might think, well, how's that possible? Well, you choose the food you eat. You mm. choose to consume certain things on a regular basis. We all know we've got go-tos yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that make us feel pants, that we buy in the shop, that yeah. we go to regularly to eat. You, there's lots of things that we do that 
self-sabotage yeah absolutely right? we're all just creatures of habit at the end of the day yeah um, and so you've got to try and make those habits good ones rather than rather than bad ones it's that simple 100 percent. And, and making things a routine of any sort takes the thinking out of it mm. like if you're like my routine in the mornings is i tend generally tend to get up at 5 a.m um whether that's i've woken up just before or the alarm's gone off but whatever happens i'm i'm out of bed by five normally it's I'll do some mindset stuff. I'll do, if it's to do with it, like normally it's podcast, like yeah. editing, putting it together and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then once I've done all of that and I've woken all you lot up mm-hmm. uh, about half six because seven o'clock in the morning, normally seven, I then do an exercise routine. Yeah. And while everybody else is getting ready and then I get ready and then take the kids to school. Yeah. It's a, that's my structure every single day. So by the time I've got back from, from dropping the kids off school, I feel like I've done loads. Yes. Like, yeah. I, and, and, and that I, can make you feel better just in, in itself. Yeah. You feel like you feel productive. And... Exactly. And then the first thing we do is write podcast, write, grab your coffee, grab your tea, yeah. right? Let's sit down, let's get the podcast done, yeah. right? So by the time we've done, by the time it gets to early mid morning ish, everything's done. In yeah. my mind. In your world. In my, in my world. <laughs> I'm hoping to join you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because what that routine does is it allows me to get the stuff that I can easily avoid doing or excuse not doing later in the day, right? It gets it done. So mm-hmm. I, I know that when I'm tired this evening at 7, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. and I'm chilling out on the sofa, I'm not going to beat myself up because I didn't do an exercise routine yeah. this morning. I'm not going to beat myself up because we didn't deliver day 21 of the podcast yeah. today, right? You say... And yesterday was a prime example of that, right, for you and I, because we we did exactly all of what I just described yeah, by yesterday morning, and then we were called into the school yeah. at midday mm-hmm. um, to, for, to do something with the children. And we already had a stack day yeah. with Smiley Booth and with Say It Businesses. So we were like, okay, all right. So we drove down to the school, and they made us wait an hour and 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, they got the time wrong, yeah. Yeah, and then we had the meeting, mm-hmm. and then we had to come back. Now... And in the normal world, it would have been like, then we had to catch up on Say It and yeah. Smiley Boo stuff. Had that routine in the morning not happened, it would have been very easy for me later in the day going, we haven't got time to do the podcast today. Yeah, yeah. Haven't got time to do exercise. Haven't got yeah. time to meditate. Haven't got time to do all of these kind of things. Because the day gets spun out. Well, I think it's also important to have a, a pull. Um, again, we've talked about this on, on other podcasts that it's far easier if you're being pulled by something than if you have to push. And that's where I've been struggling each morning is because I haven't had this kind of real pull to get out of yeah. bed. So I think that you, the fact that you do the editing each morning and you do your exercise, you know you want to get those things done. Yeah, because I, I know if I don't get it done then, it won't happen yeah. later. Whereas for me, getting you know, getting out of bed and doing meditation, like the, the miracle morning stuff, yeah, isn't enough reason for me yeah, to, to get, get out of bed. Yeah. But if I can do a few things that I have to do on a daily basis for, for work or, as yeah. I say, exercise or even just as simple as just like tidying a few things up that I, I have from the previous day or whatever it is, yeah. that's going to give me more reason to want to get up because it's like, oh, I can get those things done and checked off, checked off my list. You yeah, know? I mean, there's, the way I look at it is... Um, if, if I had a job and that job required me to be at work for 5 a.m. Yeah. And my, and my livelihood depended on satisfying the boss, right? Yeah. Making sure, like, if I turn up at five past five, he's going to sack me, mm. you know, or, or whatever. It's like, I'd do it. Mm. But it's like, it, there's this thing where if you, that you're, prepared, most of us are prepared to jump through hoops for somebody else. Mm. But we don't often do it for ourselves. And even when that thing could really help us, like mm-hmm. really make us the person that, that we really want to be and give us the opportunities we really want. And it's, it's like, well, why don't we treat ourselves with the same level of urgency and respect that we give to some arbitrary person that has a, like, well, the, the job role of a boss? Well, the job a good point, actually, because a lot of people listening to this might have a job and they're setting up a side hustle or they're wanting to go into business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that morning bit is a really good time to work on your side hustle or other business yeah. because, um, you know, by the time you've been at your job all day, you kind of fall through the door and you don't, you don't want to do anything else. And even yeah. if you're working at home or whatever now, because of the way coronavirus has you know, obviously made so many people working from home now, um, you, you still kind of, turn your computer off and you don't really want to do anything else no. whereas if you kind of get some stuff done in the morning yeah um and then that fuels your dreams as to why you're doing this yeah and, and well it also gives you it also um 
it allows you to function without having to deflect negativity, right? So what I mean by that is a great example of this, right, is I had two conversations, one with a, um, someone we know in business and then uh, an, another a relative yesterday and uh, where they were asking about the podcast. Like they know we're, we're already busy doing stuff, right? So they, and, and they had some random numbers to chuck at us about podcasts in terms of, well, you know, it's not really, it's, you know how long it takes to actually get a podcast off the ground. And mm -hmm. one person mentioned it's years before it even demonstrates worthwhile exercise. And, um, and the other person was, the other person had said something along the lines of, it's a lot of work, isn't it? Every day to be mm -hmm. doing a podcast because we've basically, for anybody who's newly listened to this, what, what we've done is we've started this podcast with the view that we're not going to really obsess about numbers. We're not going to obsess about anything. All we want to do is create value to help people. Yeah. And we'll review whether it was a worthwhile exercise or not and how people have responded to it at day 365. Yeah. There's no point in reviewing it before then, in yeah. our view. right? So, And hopefully we would have helped some people and created yeah. some value for people over those 365 days. But the reality is, if I'd have had... The, my point is, if I'd have had those two conversations in the morning prior to us doing the podcast, mm. it would have entirely changed my view of doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. My enthusiasm for doing it, I would have probably had a bit of a negged out conversation with you yeah. about it's a lot of work, isn't it? It's another thing we're doing and all this kind of stuff. But I'd already done it that day. <laughs> so by the time I had the conversation in the afternoon, and they make perfect sense, their concerns were just for me and yeah. you and work and but really but the time it's replaced apart from this actual bit where we we actually record the podcast but the the other bits like the the editing and the, the kind of posting it and the planning of the content and all of that kind of stuff is stuff that is the time that we would normally be just faffing around on social media exactly. like in the evening or first thing in the morning or you know uh, watching something rubbish on on netflix, netflix. or something it's, exactly. it's not actually taken away from anything else no so, and that's, that's it and I, so if you can swap your habits, yeah, is, is a very swap your good way of doing unproductive, yeah. negative stuff. Yeah, I mean, and 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 what, what you're referring to is absolutely right. It's like I've found myself sometimes just sat here um, prior to doing the podcast after we've had a busy day, yeah, um, and the kids have come in and they've put some like aw awful <laughs> cartoon on or, or some awful show on the TV where it's just. None of it makes any sense. I mean, I remember liking stuff like that when I was a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, what are we, what are we watching? Um, but I would just watch it yeah. because I was like, oh, I've had a busy day. And it's, but now it's like, no, 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 I've got stuff to do. Yeah. I'll put my headphones on while they're And it's kind of nice because you can still be with them, at the, let them do their thing. But you, I mean, you're, you're not, I know you're not properly engaging with them, but you're still like just around each other and company and yeah. stuff and you get to carry on doing your productive thing and they get to chill out and watch TV after they've had a long day at school or whatever. So it actually works really well. Well, and that, but it's the routine of it that's exactly. helping reinforce yeah. it, right? It's like, okay, oh, this is what I do today. Yeah. This is what I do at this time of day. Yeah. And we all do it in every aspect of our lives. It's just that when it's a new routine, it feels uncomfortable because our body kicks out mm. at it. And like our brains and our bodies just go, why, why are we doing this? Isn't it a lot easier just to be over here? Mm. It's like you said about the chimp brain on a previous mm -hmm. episode, about how it just wants comfort and simplicity and it doesn't want change, it just wants to keep you safe. Mm. And a morning routine, you have to, you have to kind of give a morning, morning routine a chance to embed. Yeah. Right? I don't know how many days it is, but there's, there's a thing, isn't there, where you have to do it for... A, a, it's quite a while. Of... I think it's about 40-odd days oh, before really? it becomes a proper habit, or like an easy habit. Yeah. Right, okay. And you have to kind of pursue that. You have to say, right, I'm going to do this every day, I'm going to do it for this many days to see if it's been a worthwhile exercise, yeah. in whatever you do in life. And certainly if you can in a morning routine, you should definitely include some form of meditation. Mm. Because there is always baggage that you hold, and and the way your state of mind will impact everything you do for the rest of the day. Well, and also it's it's a um, uh, you talk about like kind of shrinking routines as well. So um, if something has gone wrong, like we like happened with us at the school yesterday, where it not gone wrong, but I mean, as in it's taken something thrown us a curve. Yes, yeah, so, and uh, last week we had a emergency vet appointment, didn't we? Which kind of threw through the day as well. Um, 
if you if you do have things something like that in your morning routine, it's very tempting to go oh, and just throw your morning routine yeah. out. Um, but but just shrink it. You know, if you would normally meditate for ten minutes, meditate for one minute. Yeah. If you normally <laughs> if you normally do a twenty minute workout, do a ten minute workout. Yeah. Like try try and still keep that routine going, but just shrink it. Yeah. Um, and for those um that really struggle with meditation, which I certainly do, you know, there's lots of things that will help you to just do a quick meditation, which yeah. is um, things like uh, Calm and Headspace, you know, the apps yeah, that, yeah, awesome. that you can use, um, or, or even just listening to like the same piece of music. Like we, you were talking about the the REM sleep with the polyphasic yeah. sleeping. If you, if you listen to that same piece of music that gets you into that meditative state, yeah. you know, you're gonna drop into that really Straight a lot quicker. It. Yeah, well, there's, um, we talked yesterday we on yesterday's episode was about uh, certain books that can really change your life like they certainly changed ours and it was your like kind of top 10 yeah. of books that you felt were really meaningful and important books for people to take um but one of those we got into subject of unleashed power within um because we did the, with tony robbins another episode where we mentioned tony robbins oh jesus <laughs> he really needs to sponsor our podcast um, i don't think he needs to do no that. i don't think he does at all um but um, I always struggled with doing any form of meditation exercise. I found I found the, the process of going from whatever state I was in to just sitting there going, hum, <laughs> like that doesn't work no. for me. I can't change gears like that. Yeah. As, as anybody listening or watching this can see, especially when I've had a coffee, <laughs> I'm too energetic for to just to go straight into a sense of hum. So he talked about some form of like meditation process through UPW and I was very skeptical about, uh, oh yeah, well, it's for other people. Right. But he did something very different and I'm sure, um, we must see if we can find out how you do it, but he does like a breathing routine. Mm. He breaks a meditation exercise into three component parts, right? So, well, it's actually four component parts, sorry. So it's, the first is there's a breathing exercise that starts at the beginning. And it's a really strange breathing exercise. When we when we first did it, um, I remember him saying, I remember him sat on the stage and he's like, right, we're all going to do this breathing exercise. And he stuck his arms up in the air and he's like, and, and you'll have to look it up on YouTube. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not going to do it on this podcast. But he waves, he waves his arms up and down, and you breathe, and you have to breathe really heavily through your nose. And it's like, if you imagine, we're in this room full of quite a lot of people, and they're all. Breathing through the nose, really breath. And he's like, you might get some snot fly out of your... Or he calls it something, he called it some mucus or something like that, he called it. But basically, you might get some snot fly out of your nose. <laughs> and anyway, um, you do this breathing exercise. And the moment you finish the breathing exercise, you then go into um, a couple of minutes of feeling gratitude, right? Of thinking something you can be grateful for. But the it, what I found is the breathing exercise at the start of the gratitude, it created this weird, It create, and it does it every time, it creates a weird, almost like a high. That's what the Wim Hof method, method is. Right, yeah. yeah. That's the same, same principle. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's a, there's, a, there's a chemical change that happens in your brain. Yeah. And, and it, you can and feel it. I don't know what Tony Robbins calls it, if he, or if he calls it anything, but um, what you're referring to is, is in yoga, is called fire breathing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Or oh, what, through the nose? Yeah, yeah, this this kind of really um, fast breathing out. Yeah, like, um, and they don't use the arms in fire breathing. It's all right. from, it's all from your belly, but that's what they call it. It's, it's so powerful yeah. because, because, um, because you're opening up all your throat and everything, and it's just well, I should imagine it's to do with the carbon ox carbon monoxide levels. Is it carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide? What is it you breathe in and out? It's carbon dioxide, but it but it's not. It's just more about the like state change and the the energy that you're putting into breathing because right. we do because it's so it's because it's something that's so just we do it right when none of us think yeah, about it, it. Yeah. when you none of us breathe properly right. and if you read some of the Wim Hof stuff it's fascinating but um none of us breathe properly nobody's ever been taught how to breathe because no. it is just a reflex well you'd be you'd be pretty awful if you were terrible at it wouldn't you? <laughs> you'd be, you'd get but, very far well but we are all terrible at it to a point none of us right. breathe properly right um, okay. I mean I I breathe better than some because of my music days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so whenever I've done like a yoga class or, or something, people have said, oh, you breathe very well. And that's just because I'm used to opening up my lungs. From... By the way, Kate, it's not that she was great at piano playing. <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> uh, breathing's a really flute, important. Yeah, no, flute and saxophone. So I had to yeah. be able to open up my lungs properly. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 
and I've actually commented to you before, haven't I? Like, mm. if we've just been laying next to each other, like watching a film or something, chilled out, that my breathing is so much slower than yours yeah, yeah, because yeah. I open my lungs so much more. But anyway, yeah, so it's about deliberate breathing. Right, okay. Um, but aside, uh, aside from the, the Tony Robbins meditation... Sorry, well, hang on, let me just finish that bit off. Just with one thing. All I, all I, all I was going to say Go is I'll let you carry on, but but for the um, for the, the listeners and the watchers, do... <laughs> Do look at the Wim Hof stuff because that's yeah. really interesting. But yeah, yeah, I've never looked at his stuff. No, I you, think you'd really like it. Yeah, yeah, we've got friends of ours as well who just swear by it. Don't I they? don't like the whole ice stuff. No. I, I just take the. the they call him the Ice Man, I yeah, think. Yeah, I don't like being cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, but so they, you do this breathing stuff at the beginning of the meditation, and when you go into the gratitude piece, because you're because it's changed your physiology, you can definitely feel like there's been a change of state. Like, and it is like a high. So the the moment you focus on something to be grateful for, it's reinforced by this feeling that's being created by the breathing exercise at the beginning. And you can't help but feel different and happy and grateful mm. just through that combination. And then there's two other steps where you think about, you do a breathing exercise while thinking about people you care about. And then the very third, last step, sorry, is the, you think about, the future, like your perfect day and, and visualisation. Well, that, that's what's helpful with the uh, Miracle Morning. They, they say to be doing all these things separately, but, right. but you can combine it in something like that because gratitude is one of the it's steps huge. and visualisation is one of the steps. So It's so important because we, <laughs> I will do that meditation quite regularly, but I remember in um, when we used to do event hire in Smiley Booth when you and I were doing it rather than being franchisors, um when we were when we had our if, when we were just doing events mm. and we were doing something like 500 events a year and um generally monday to sunday was just spent running around like headless chickens very little sleep young children it was just hectic wasn't it <laughs> hectic but i remember i would be like right okay okay quickly i'd do some exercise and i'd do like p90x or something and i'd be like jumping up and down like in the <laughs> In the, like the two hour gap I had in the day, in the whole day of either working or delivering events, right? Working in the office, delivering events. So quickly doing some P90X and I'd be like, right, okay, shower, right, uh, I need to go do some meditation. <laughs> and I'd literally sit there. If I was asked to do any form of meditation other than that breathing exercise yeah. led one, it would never have happened. Yeah, yeah, and I literally, you can't get into it. No, and I literally just used to barge into the bedroom, shut the door, sit on the edge of the bed and go, right, here we go. And listen to, there's a... Thing Debbie, that he plays Debbie Prayer. Debbie Prayer, and because that is what we it was introduced to me as it's a scope my go to every time, mm. and it immediately transports me from there. So I can go through a real chaotic mess of a life, yeah, to in that moment of meditation like that, yeah. And it's because we've just done it over and over again, and, and again, uh, like highly successful people all meditate, yeah, you know, they're. they're um, there are some commonalities, and and I'm not even talking now where it's mm -hmm. all kind of very, um, you know, popular to meditate. Now I'm talking like way back. Yeah. Um. They they get up early, they take control of the day, they meditate. Um. A lot of them, uh, diary write or journal yeah. or something of that, of that. So they have these kind of success habits in yeah. in common. So it's yeah, daily journals. Yeah. And yeah, structuring your day, morning routines, all of that kind of stuff. Because it's very easy to feel like you're being pushed around in a day. And then what happens is you end up in a situation where you're, um, you're self-medicating to combat the stresses of the day. So mm. alcohol is, is a really good example of that, right? Mm. We, we, you and I have taken the decision to, that we, we've, we've not had, ever, thankfully, we've never had an alcohol problem per se, but it definitely crept into our lives, certainly in certain points in this yeah. year, where we were going through quite a lot of stresses and the go-to at the end of the day was, oh, that was a hard day, let's get the bottle of wine opened. Yeah. And you end up in this situation where you're you're just, we were drinking every night. Yeah, and then you're foggy the next morning and it's a, it's a, it's the, a vicious yeah. circle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so you, you've got to, you definitely have to have some structures and start, stop limiting those bad, start limiting the bad habits. Yeah. And like kind of, because self-medicating to mitigate the challenges of the day is normally you'll normally make your worst decisions there you'll normally go to the stuff that you think okay will make you feel the best yeah so it would always be like grab loads of chocolate 
grab a bottle of wine and all this kind of stuff. But what you're actually doing and what we found that we were doing is we were sabotaging our future selves, right? So what would happen the following morning? Well, we'd feel like pants because we'd drunk a couple of glasses of wine the night before, eaten a load of chocolate. So then we're like, oh, I can't be bothered to do anything different. It's hard enough to get out of bed. Well, that's that's what's so um, important. It's about trying to be proactive because I was listening to Lewis Howe's podcast the other day and and he was interviewing someone and he was saying it's a a shame that it always takes people to kind of hit rock bottom before they'll make changes. Um, But it's because you don't have that that need to. Most people will kind of bumble along on, on, I don't know, like 40, 50% happiness kind of yeah. things. Oh, this is okay, this will do. When you could be operating at 80, 90, 100%. Yeah. But it, it takes for you to kind of sink down to like 5, 10% yeah. to actually make a change. Yeah. And it's such a shame that it, it that that's the way we kind of all operate as, as humans that we'll put up, put up, put up until it gets unbearable. Yeah. And only then will we make a change. Whereas if you could just make these tiny incremental changes, I mean, I don't expect tomorrow my morning routine that I've kind of written out for myself to go perfectly. No. You know, and, and I know it's going to take a few weeks of me kind of, a kicking myself to get out of bed yeah. using like five four three two one Mel Robbins that you talked about, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, method to get myself out of bed, but but be just experimenting with what's going to kind of work for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also be kind to yourself, right? Yeah. If if yeah. you're if you're getting up tomorrow morning and you're hating it, yeah, it's like hate it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You don't have yeah. to. Don't beat yourself up because you're finding the process uncomfortable, right? Yeah. That's just just accept it, yeah, but yeah. Like, kind of pat yourself on the back for starting it yes. right and give yourself permission to to grow and to have time and have the faith that it is going to kind of take you somewhere better than you currently are exactly that's, that's what i'm currently doing it isn't working for me well so. there's a um there's a, a guy that i follow called david goggins and um he's a uh like he's an ex navy seal um he wrote a book called you can't hurt me and um he was, he was basically somebody who was 300-odd pounds, uh, a beast guy, and who is now like a guy that does ultramarathons. Uh, I think he, for a time, he he held the world record for the most number of chin-ups, and I think it was something like 40,000 chin-ups he did. Oh, my God. It was something insane. Yeah, so he's... Like, he's how long a, does that take? <laughs> I don't, it was days. I, think. I can't remember how long it took, but it's insane. Yeah, he is insane. Like, literally, his hands are torn apart. Oh, and um, he's a very inspiring guy. In, in his whole process, I think, I, I would imagine that most of his audience are men. <laughs> like, because basically his whole shtick is um, stop being a, stop being a pussy just you stop don't don't cry about it just get on with it and all this kind of stuff and you like you're watching you're going yeah yeah yeah, i'm being a wuss right i need to just get on with life and you get on with it but the point my reason why i raise him uh, is because he has a theory that most people's idea of what their maximum is is actually only 40 percent of what they're capable of wow they most people stop at 40 percent the moment the discomfort happens the moment the whatever, the moment they get some positive reinforcement by somebody saying, you did really well, I can't believe you did that. Um, it's like, then they quit. Because right. they're like, right, I've got the kudos I want, or yeah, I've got about as much discomfort as I can tolerate right now. Um, this is my badge of honour, I've done it. Right. And then they quit. Um, and he said, very few people will ever go past 40% of what they're actually truly capable of doing. That's really interesting. And, and I think that's so true. If you look at, most of us have not reached or got anywhere close to what we're our potential is mm. yet we watch people like we're inspired by athletes or people that have gone on these big journeys in life we're like wow how do they do that and yeah. all they've done is they might have only gone to 45 percent mm. or 50 percent, but it's such a step above anything yeah. that we normally see in life yeah so yeah be, be and again they're just simple good habits as opposed to bad habits exactly you know, yeah, uh, it's it sounds very simple, but it's, it's it's very hard to do. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, but it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. it's simple to do, but it's it's hard to keep up. It's yeah. hard to it's because you will get people just go. I don't get it. Why? Yeah. Uh, why are you doing that? Still, like we get it with the podcast, right? We get we get it in um from people who have quit and also like. 
We get it with Say It. Mm. It's like, why are, you guys, why are you guys running so hard with the Say It business? We get it with Smiley Booth in the events industry. We, we had it with Smiley Booth at the beginning so much, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, what are you doing? Yeah, why are you building that? What's the point? And, and there, are, there are other people in the events industry right now who are sat in their hands and they want you to, they want us to reinforce their inactivity. And they're mm. like, well, why are, you, why are you running so hard with that business at the moment? Surely everything's stopped. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't. Don't judge what you can do based on other people's opinions of what you can do. Yeah, it's yeah. like you, you can do way more than, than what other people think. And it's only when you've succeeded, by the way. It's only when with your morning routine and you've done this and done that. It's only once you've done it for six months, 12 months, and they see the transformation that you've created in yourself and all this mm. kind of stuff, that they go, oh, yeah, but that's you. <laughs> Actually, you're I lucky. don't know how. Yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky, and it's like you must be genetically made that way that you can get up that in that morning and just I couldn't do that. Yeah. I couldn't do that. It's it's that's that's for you to do, and it's like no 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 no. Yeah. They, they you people don't want to acknowledge the the sacrifices you've made to create that success in your mm. life because in some way it's a mirror up to themselves. Mm. They'd rather say oh it's because you're lucky yeah. or you're genetically predisposed to be like that yeah, or you're yeah. whatever it is. And that's not true. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just about doing the hard things. Yes. Simple doesn't mean easy. No. In, in fact, a lot of the time it means hard. Yeah. Um, but you, you just have to have the, the willpower to do it. So I'll let you know how I get on tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so what's that? Hang on. So, right, commitment. As you, you committed us to 365 days of podcast before we review anything about the podcast journey. So you said what time in the morning? Six. You're going to get up. So hang on. I'll be out of bed. You'll actually be out. Of, so just for the record, for anybody listening or watching this, Kate will often say, oh, well, I was up. Uh, but you won't actually have <laughs> no, left the bed. I was just looking through my phone. Yeah. No, I will be up. And what will you be six. doing at six? Make the commitment. What is it you're actually planned to be doing? Well, that that's the that's the kind of bit that's not clear in terms of like order but right. um i have written it down so um in fact i've created a little thingy for myself how how it's don't know if it's going to work but i'm going to um do five points of gratitude okay four positive affirmations yeah three wins from the the previous day so okay. I'm trying to focus on the the positive things two intentions for that day okay um and then one uh statement i've got like a, a statement for how I want things to work out with different businesses and stuff at the moment. So re cool. reading through that statement out loud. Um, and then um, I'll get ready uh, into workout clothes. And then as soon as you take the kids, I'll be doing a workout. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's okay. the in intention. And then I'll be dressed and ready for the podcast after. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you all heard this, <laughs> whoever's listening or watching. And um, yeah, and we'll see if you actually can hold that when we do our daily podcast tomorrow morning yep all right Good well that's, that's just one we got to see well we can <laughs> we can be like going. every morning we can be just like did you did yeah. you not you should have like a jar <laughs> yes. that you have to put something in every time you don't do it yeah yeah absolutely yeah. cool <laughs> cool right have a good day all that's Thanks the end work. of episode 21 three weeks three weeks have a good day bye